Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Dave with Dynasty Dorks. Um, we're here to talk to you about a startup mock draft we just did. Um, I want to introduce uh, Jeremy, a uh, friend of the show. Uh, Jeremy, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Dave. Um, pleasure to be on. So we, we were joined by a few guys uh, just to, from all over the all over the world. We had some guys from Mexico, from other countries, and we wanted to do a dynasty startup, but we wanted to be able to. Um, what we wanted to do is kind of see before free agency where players are landing. And then what we did was we used um, kickers as our draft picks. So you drafted a kicker. The first kicker off the board is the 101. Second kicker off the board is the 102, yada, yada. And then after the draft was over, we did the draft. So we did not draft the rookies during this. And again, it was done before free agency hit. So you're going to see some guys on here where you're like, Oh man, that might be a little rich for him considering, you know, you know, whatever happened. And so, so dynasty, just so if you're, if you're not a dynasty football player or fantasy football player, you should try it. Um, I compare it to if you're playing single season or franchise mode in Madden, um, it's just so much more complex. There's no there. I mean, the off season, you know, there's, there's no days off and there is an off season, but the off season is awesome. And if you're winning, it's great. If you're losing, you're still winning because you're typically ending up with a top draft pick. Um, don't be that team that sucks but then has no draft picks. Um, Houston Texans. Um, but if you are, you know, if you're if you're a team with you know three first round picks, it's just as exciting for the team that just won the championship. So um, and then with Dynasty, you'll see like some of the younger guys are moved up the board. Like Devonte Adams is still one of the top, you know, receivers, even though he's a little bit older. But you'll see, like, you know, Justin Jefferson and even like Jamar Chase. I would take them over to Julio Jones, even though it's Julio Jones, but he's he's just older. So when in Dynasty, um, your age is really more important than than the actual, you know, talent because you're looking for upside and you're looking for long term. Um, but you have to find that balance. You're not gonna you know, have all these guys with, you know, potential and nobody else with proven. Um, it, it, it's so fun. Um, just if you're not in a dynasty league, try it out. Sleeper is great because it's free. And um, we always suggest mock draft. Um, you do a couple mock drafts and you can kind of get into your, your, your groove and, and practice before you go and actually pay money to play. So we're just going to start off with going with the first round. This is a super flex league. So for those who don't know, a super flex league means you has an, you have an additional flex that instead of just instead of just running back, receiver, tight end, you can actually use a quarterback. So it's going to elevate the stock of all of your um, quarterbacks because, it, as you see here, um, quarterbacks in the first round like this does not happen in your one quarterback leagues. Typically, you can wait, wait, and wait and just get it at the end when you're getting your kickers and your defenses. This really elevates the, you know, the value of kicker of quarter of, of quarterbacks, and um, it just it adds so much more to your rookie drafts and adds so much more to your um, to your your player pool. So in the first round, one on one was Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb finished it out. So you saw half the round was quarterbacks, 
Um, and that's it's pretty normal. Um, we did see Christian McCaffrey goes one goes one. Sometimes it's Mahomes. Um, what stood out to you, Jeremy, in the first round? Uh, I mean, the biggest one is Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. I think that's pretty uh, pretty risky. Uh, I love Josh Allen. I'm a Bills fan and live in Buffalo, so I was trying to get Josh Allen everywhere I can. But I think taking Allen over Mahomes is a little crazy. I still think, despite his good season this year, I think that's almost you could expect some regression from him. So I just I don't know. That was really surprising, and I think. Honestly, I think Taylor, because I've done a decent amount of mock drafts lately, and I think Taylor going as the would be the fourth running back was actually kind of surprising. Lately, he's been a lot higher. He's kind of like that almost second or third type running back. So, I mean, it's not much. It was only like one or two spots, but he was still a little lower. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the same thing. I think Josh Allen going at two and Patrick Mahomes was, uh, you know, the guy sitting at three never thought he was going to dream about getting Patrick Mahomes. Right. And he did. So that stood out. And then, you know, other than that, it was pretty chalk. Um, Devontae Adams going to the second round. I mean, he could have been the 112. So I don't really know too, too crazy. Um, let's go to the second round. So the second round goes reverse. So Devontae Adams, Cam Akers, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill. Zeke Elliott, Lamar Jackson, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins. So you're, you're seeing all these second-year running backs, Taylor, Akers, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and then you see Gibson. Um, we had 210 with Russell Wilson, and then we had our first kicker go off the board at 211. So um, maybe another risky pick. Um, so what, do you, what sticks out to you in the second round when you look at it? Uh, yeah, for me, I think, again, I think your biggest one is the rookie pick, which ended up being 1-1, was Zach Wilson. I think that's a bold, 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 bold pick. Um, I still think, personally, I've done a lot of film grading so far, and I haven't really gotten to quarterbacks, but for me, it's still Trevor Lawrence. I would take Justin Fields over Zach Wilson, so I think that was a big standout. And also, honestly, I feel like, for me, it was Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, too. Those guys came off a little earlier than most of these other mock drafts. I've done a lot of, like you had mentioned, a lot of the second-year running backs are going earlier. Like For me, I've seen a lot where Swift and Dobbins would have been up there with before Henry and Elliott or even Gibson. So I think those were a little surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for me, the, the Zach Wilson one, of course, stands out. And he, you know, he said in the group chat, you know, He's a big Jack, you know, Zach Wilson believer, and he would have taken that 101 and traded back um, to go, you know, to get Zach Wilson and some additional picks. Um, but the way we did it, you took the pick and then you did the draft. There was no trading in the draft, and he had the option to take Trevor Lawrence, and he passed and got and got Zach Wilson, which I think was a huge surprise to the guy that had the second um, rookie pick. Um, other than that, it doesn't – nothing really uh, too crazy in the second round. I think the first two rounds are, are pretty pretty chalk. Um, the next round was Tra Travis Kelty, so your first tight end goes off the board. Um, you know, it's so important to get your, your top tight ends early because there's such a wide gap, and you're essentially getting a, a wide receiver one to put into your tight end spot. So you see that several people took that um, approach. Um, it's really difficult. I, I see it's really difficult to do this approach of the tight end early in super flex leagues 
where you're taking the quarterback early. I, I feel like it's a give or take thing, but if you go and take a, uh, you know, we'll see how these teams pan out. But when you go and get, you know, like team one, he went and got Travis Kelsey early. That's great. His running backs are pretty solid. His quarterbacks are pretty solid. His first receiver is Brandon Ayuk. Don't love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a you little know? dicey there. That's that's, but it's you know that's the game you play. Um, but I mean, if in one quarterback leagues, I'm 100 preaching. You go get the the tight end early, and then get one of those middle, you know, middle quarterbacks. You don't have to go get Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. We had Michael F. Florio on the show, and he was talking about this. You know, going running back, running, you know, quarter running back, running back, tight end, and then you know. Getting your getting your mid round, your Dak Prescotts, Justin Herberts, Trevor Lawrence, um, someone like that, and then um, but just getting that tight end early is so key. Clyde Edwards-Alaire went right here. Um, we had Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins. We had uh, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Darren Waller, DK Metcalf, and Aaron Jones. For me, the three tight ends is what stands out. Yeah, I think that was. That was pretty crazy. I mean, I usually right around here, I've seen, um, I've done, like I mentioned, like those mock drafts and startups, and usually you're going to get Kelsey and Kittle right in that second and third round, because everybody is like you had mentioned how Florio had mentioned it. A lot of, a lot of people are pushing that this off season is going tight end early. Cause there's a big jump after Darren Waller. And usually Waller will squeak into like the fourth round. So seeing all three of them come off was a little surprising to me. I agree. I think another one too is Rogers at the at the tail end there. I think the struggle is this you almost have to play the board because in these super flex leagues, if you start getting really quarterback heavy up at the top, for example, like I took Burrow here in this round in the third round. And the main reason was is I had taken Watson, but I knew that we were already at a point where it drops off. Yeah, you still have Aaron Rodgers out there, or say like a Tannehill or a Matt Ryan or Stafford, who's got like a year or two, but this being dynasty, I just figured once you get out of Burrow, a lot of, there's a drop off there. You know what I mean? You could go with Trevor Lawrence, but after that, even Tua didn't really prove it last year that much. So I don't know. seems it's not super surprising. I think that as you see in the fourth round, once you go back over that, they started coming off some more. So, but I think like you said, the tight ends was the most surprising. Yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers finished it out. Um, you can see he's kind of right in there with young guys. He's still still in there as a pretty good value. Um, like you said, there's this, this drop off after some of these guys, and you want to go, you know, you, you know at this pick there's going to be a run, so he went and doubled up. Um, he didn't expect to get Trevor Lawrence, but he got Trevor Lawrence. Um, so in the fourth round, you got Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Baker, Matt Ryan, run on quarterbacks right here, Austin Eckler. Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs. I wonder where Josh Jacobs is going to go now after they've added Kenyon Drake. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably kicking himself there. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford, um, Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, David Montgomery, Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, for me, the, you know, this is kind of your last, one of your last tiers, your big tier drop after this, you know, this group of, uh, of quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree there. And I think this is where, like you had said, if you start looking at these teams, I think the first pick did pretty well. I mean, you went two running backs tight end and then he gets his first quarterback here at Jalen hurts, but he has that double up. So he was able to go not to skip ahead, but he was able to go another quarterback. 
But if you start looking at the, like, say, Kittle's team, I mean, he went quarterback, quarterback, and now he's got Aaron Jones, which isn't a bad starting running back. But really after that, as you can see in this round, you're starting to get into David Montgomery territory. So there's going to be a significant drop-off. So you figure he's got about one running back. And then Darren Waller, he went heavy on, what, running backs, tight end, and then a quarterback. So, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a little weaker in that wide receiver. I, I personally, I would say, I think like the 10th pick is a little nicer than like seven, but that's me. Yeah. I mean, this is where mock drafting is so important. You know, you can have all your spreadsheets, you can have all your stuff and you go to the draft and all of a sudden six quarterbacks go off the board and you're like, <laughs> you start panicking and you're just throw it all out the window and you just go yeah. with the flow. And at the end you hate your team. So practice and you know, this guy, you know, the guy at six guy at seven guy at one, they may love their team and that's all that matters at the end of the day, but don't go into the draft without mock drafting and being like, I had no clue there was going to be 10 quarterbacks in the first two rounds. You're going to screw it up. And I, hopefully it's not a $50, hundred dollar league. Um, yeah, I mean, especially super flex. If you've never played like that's mock drafts are key. If you can find anybody on Twitter running them, try and get in them. Cause you will be surprised. You'll see sometimes, I mean, by the third round, you're into like Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? It depends on how people value the positions, whether they go. I mean, I've seen, I think, 10 or 12 quarterbacks go in the first 24 picks. So, yeah, it depends on, like you said, how that league goes. So, Absolutely. Um, and so Ryan Tannehill, you mentioned before, then Chris Godwin, Miles Sanders, James Robinson, and then the next running back, Najee Harris. Um, Terry McLaurin, CD lamb, Mike Evans, you see another rookie pick. The rookies are starting to come off the board. Keenan Allen, Carson Wentz, Amari Cooper. And then, um, so with, with this, I mean, what stands out to you in this round? Um, I honestly not, not too much. I feel like this is a stereotypical fifth round that I've seen. I mean, maybe Najee Harris you could go with because he was the third rookie pick. I mean, he's the first running back over Justin Fields, hypothetically. You could say maybe that's a little bit of a surprise there. Um, outside of that, I mean, I'm not too surprised by this. This seems like where you're going to be in that fifth round in most of these drafts. You're going to start getting into the that Miles Sanders, James Robinson, those kind of like iffy type running backs, and you're going to – get into the tier where you can start getting good value at wide receiver. Yeah. When, when I, when I took this Najee Harris pick, I didn't know what was going to happen in front of me. And so I had Matthew Stafford. I picked Stafford cause I knew this guy was going to go back to back quarterback. And I thought, well, James Robinson or David Montgomery is going to come back to me. Well, this guy named Jeremy, <laughs> Pope, you know, Pope's took care of that. He kept James Robinson. So I was stuck. Um, but then I was like, man, I'll just take Jamar chase. I'll be fine. But at the end of the draft, I liked my receivers, and I felt like I really needed a running back, and Najee Harris was good value here. So it fit a need, and Chris Carson didn't end up being my second running back. Um, so pairing Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift was good. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely um, – this is like – this was a drop. For me, this was a big drop off after James Robinson as far as the running backs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. And that's uh, – honestly, I've done – I did like three startups in January without having done a startup in like a year. And I didn't mock draft, so this can be a lesson to everybody. And I went like quarterback, running back, wide receiver. And then after that, 
by the fourth round, I mean, I had running backs. I didn't feel comfortable taking there. So now like my running backs are like JK Dobbins and like LaMichael P Ryan, because I, so honestly, from what I've done just in this last month or so, I feel like it's like quarterback and running back. You got to go at in the first four rounds. And then after that, yeah, you might not get one of those top, top tier wide receivers, but the wide receiver pool is so deep that you can get some really good guys in that like five to 10 range. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of, you know, waiting on receivers. I like to get one big dog early and then I can, I feel like I can really put together a, a good roster of a bunch of people that are, you know, fringe wide receiver two ones. And then even there's some wide receiver, you know, wide receiver twos that you just know they're wide receiver twos, but you can plug them in every week. Um, you know, like, like your Adam Thielens, your Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, stuff like that. Um, so the next round, Mark Andrews, um, he's, you know, teardrop for tight ends. Um, before him, you see there's a two, two round teardrop. And then after him, there's a full round drop. So T Higgins, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is, you know, that's, there's, you see there's quite a few quarterbacks didn't go after him. Kenny Galladay, um, we'll see where he lands. That one's a fun pick because you don't know where he's going to go. So it's kind of a lottery ticket. Deontay Johnson, Johnson, DJ Moore. Seeing Kenny Galladay and Deontay Johnson before DJ Moore was surprising to me. Um, Javante Williams. Um, I know you really like Javante Williams. Some are really high. Some are not as high on him. Cooper Cup, Cortland Sutton. Um, the quarterback situation, the knee injury. Um, I don't know if that's that's high or low to you. For me, it's a little high. I'm not a huge Cortland Sutton guy, but um, it merely, merely a situation um, deal. Julio Jones. Robert Woods and Brandon Ayuk. What stands out to you this round? I think I kind of agree with that. I think Galladay went very early, and that's kind of where I went with Sutton being here. Um, I think Galladay, Galladay, I would almost be, he's almost a full round higher than where I would predict him to kind of be. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even a full round. I feel like he would have been more like my pick range here, like the 6'9 to 6'12 range. I would have thought DJ Moore would have went ahead of him. Um, but other than that, I feel like Javante Williams is a nice pick there. And even Mark Andrews is right. I mean, this is like right on point from what I've seen lately. I feel like this is where Andrews starts to come off. And then honestly, that fact that no one took a tight end in seven surprises me. Usually seven ends up being Hawkinson. So, or Noah Fant, depending on the, um, owner, but I think Brandon Ayuk too. I think that was a little early. Even possibly Cooper Cup. I don't know. I feel like Cup could have been like he might be a round or two early. Yeah, I'm high on Cup. Um, you see, I did I did the stacking here. Oh, you know, I'm just really ripping you apart. I'm not even like I'm not even looking no. at it, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, just, you're, like, you're fine. You. You're fine. I ripped up Cortland Sutton, and I looked up. I don't know. It's you. yours. Um. <laughs> I would, you know, my question for you is if you knew you could have got Jamar Chase at that pick, would you have taken Jamar Chase over Cortland Sutton? Honestly, that- usually I'm like a proprietor for rookies, but I went into this one. I wanted to do something a little different because it was just a mock draft. I was just like, what if I just like avoid the rookie picks and just see how yeah. it goes? And I honestly was pretty happy with it. I think for me, I'd still take Sut- Sutton over Chase. And the only reason is I think Sutton's more I have some concerns with Chase. I not that he's like gonna be a bust, but I just feel like 
I don't think he's going to come in and do what Justin Jefferson did. I don't know if he's even going to be like, he might be fringe wide receiver two territory. So for me, I went with Sutton based on the fact that he should be the lead wide receiver in Denver. But like you had said, Drew Locke does concern me a little, but I just like the outlook in Cortland Sutton. I've liked him and I agree. I think he, I probably took him a little early, Mm -hmm. but honestly, I feel like, again, this is another draft where like it was more evened out, you know, right in this range, you could have, if it was me, I would have either went Cortland Sutton or Tyler Boyd. And I figured, okay, Sutton's probably not making it back to seven, four. Yeah. And I figured Tyler Boyd had a better chance. So that's the reason I went with him. Well, and you could have flipped these two picks, Cortland Sutton and DJ Chark, and people wouldn't have thought any different. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with Tyler Boyd. So, I mean, you're right. This is a pretty good cluster. I mean, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are going to be very close together all the time. Um, but again, like if you like these guys, this is where you you know you got to get them. You know, if you're mm-hmm. sitting here in the eighth round thinking you're going to get Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, it's not going to happen. Tyler Boyd, yeah. those guys. Um, so, you know, we didn't see a running back for a little while, except for the rookies. Kareem Hunt did pop on in the seventh round. Tyler Boyd, again, another rookie pick. DJ Chark, and then another rookie pick. And then you had your string of, of quarterbacks here. This was a rookie pick, but ended up being a quarterback. Then you got Odo Beckham, A.J. Dillon, and, and uh, Jerry Judy. What stands out in this round? I feel bad for the A.J. Dillon guy. <sighs> I think Dillon, I mean, I guess it's not terrible. I mean, in the seventh round. But, um, I mean, I think it sounds weird. I, I'm not a huge Kareem Hunt kind of guy. So it seems a little high to me. I don't, I'm not sure what his average ADP is lately. I feel like he might be around early on Kareem Hunt. Like, I feel like I would have rather taken that rookie pick and taken my risk with Travis Etienne. You know what I mean? He wouldn't have known who it was going to be, but you could have figured you probably would have had Etienne, Williams, or Harris there. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like almost like you had said, yeah, like you had said where I took Sutton instead of Chase. Like, I feel like here I would have maybe risked it knowing that because he's already got two running backs. This is really his third running back, I believe, right? Because he went, yeah, he went two running backs early. So for me, I feel like I probably would have rolled with like a rookie pick there. Yeah, because he could have got Jamar Chase to go with Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, um, or he could have took you know DJ Chark or you know someone like that. So, I mean, the receivers are really starting to dry up, um, and you see like the, the quarterbacks are really drying up at this point. Um, but yeah, AJ Dillon. This was before free agency, just to be clear. And that's where he goes. So I'd like to see what he does after. He might drop to like the 10th or 11th round. But A.J. Dillon and and Kareem Hunt, similar situations where they're going to be, you know, they're not going to be Batman. They're going to be Robin. Um, Nick Chubb is going to be the lead dog there, Kareem Hunt. And then you got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Obviously, if something happens to those top guys, these guys get a bump. Um, But they're going to be used. I mean, Jamal Williams had a pretty decent role in that offense. Now he's in Detroit. AJ Dillon's going to move into that role and he'll be fine, but he's not going to be a seventh round value. Um, but it is a startup. So at least you get that, you know, at least you got him in a startup to get the youth. Um, but as far as him, this is his second running back again. <laughs> that's tough. Um, I mean, you really look at it though. Like I know we're ripping him here and sorry, Mysterio zero five, but we're not being mean. I just, I feel like, it's actually not that bad. Like the more I really look at this, like who are you going to take instead of him? I mean, maybe David Johnson's got a starting role. Yeah. And, you and don't AJ- know about Ronald Jones. You don't know about Chris Carson. You don't know about Raheem Moser. So like 
yeah. and even Melvin Gordon's probably your next best option. Like that kind of has a starting role. So for me, I mean, I get it. And before free agency, Dylan, yeah, this was that's not a, really a bad pick. I mean, it's because he's got the upside. He's it's a dynasty startup. He's got years with him, uh-huh. and he's got as just much of upside as the rest of these guys that are right around this range. So. 100%. And, and like you said, we're not dogging anybody. This is a, a mock draft. We had a lot of fun. Um, they could probably, you know, rip our teams apart. The, uh, you know, the AJ Dillon pick before free agency, if Aaron Jones signed in Miami, that pick is a slam dunk value. It just oh, happens yeah. to be the Aaron Jones signed. Um, and then, you know, if you could have went, you could have went the rookie pick and then maybe you would have missed out on the running back. So you just, you had to go with your, your gut on this one. The next round, um, this one gets interesting because look at this. Kyle Pitts is number five tight end off the board. Kyle Pitts, TJ Hawkinson. Then you got Chase Edmonds. That's that's pretty high for Chase Edmonds. David Johnson, Juju, Chase Claypool, Adam, uh, Ronald Jones, Adam Thielen. Uh, Thielen, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry, Noah Fant. You got another rookie, and then you got Michael Carter, uh, Michael Pittman. Um, so what stands out to you in this round? Honestly, I think that obviously pre-free agency, but – the chase Edmonds pick looks pretty good right now. I mean, that's his third running back and it's possibly the starter in Arizona at the moment. So, I mean, that's a pretty good pick. Um, I think like you had said, Pitts that high, obviously it was a rookie pick, so he didn't know who he was going to get. So I don't know if he valued Pitts there. I just think once he was in the rookie draft, like, Oh, okay. This is where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because I personally feel like maybe I'd have, because Pitts went ahead of Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman, as far as the rookie picks. And which I, yeah, which I understand. I think that that's where he should – honestly, he should have been a little higher. I've seen a lot of people in that 3-4 range. I've been getting a lot of questions on him, too, with that. And I think that he's right in that range. This is right where he's going to go in most rookie drafts because he really is. I mean, he's a – he's a wide receiver playing tight end. I mean, this guy's crazy with his agility, his routes and everything. So, yeah, we, I had uh, Angelo analysis and uh, Matt, Matt Hicks on the show from NFL draft Bible. And uh, I asked Angelo and Matt, who's your number one uh, receiver? And Angelo said, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I mean, he's um, crazy. I mean, he does so much stuff. Well, like, I mean, you just watch, he catches so far away from his body with his hands. Like, he just he looks like a receiver playing, and honestly, I was really surprised. I went into it expecting him not to be that great of a blocker, and he's actually pretty decent for a college tight end. So, I think he's got a good upside. I think you might this year's probably going to be less of what people think he's going to give you, but don't give up on him because I think give him a year or two to season, and I mean he's going to be up in that tier with Kelsey Waller and Kittle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the Chase Edmonds pick, uh, you know, I'm a Chase Edmonds fan, but you know, we, we saw last year, he did get a couple games where he started and didn't really do too much. And it's very likely they add a running back in the draft, whether it's, uh, you know, Javante Williams or uh, Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. Um, but if he gets that lead role, that's a monster pick right there and a slam dunk. Um, and then you see quite a bit of youth, especially like the receivers. So, you know, number pick number one, Really rebounded. I was hating on his uh, receivers earlier. Michael Pittman and LaVisca, that is uh, that, that was great picks right there. Um, yeah. I really do like those picks back-to-back. Um, and, you know, to talk about, you know, this round, um, you know, Michael Carter is someone you guys should get to know. Um, you know, he's the fourth or fifth, you know, running back on most people's boards. And, um, you know, 
he, he's a solid pick right there um, for Cowboy. Next round, start out with LaVisca Schnolt, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, I thought Brandon Cooks was a really good value there. Uh, Chris Carson, Mac Jones, Devonta Smith, Tyler Lockett, Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, Rashad Bateman. So um, what stands out in this round for you? Um, For me, what stands out is if LaVisca and DJ Chark are close – in your rankings, you take LaVisca because it's a two-round discount. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a very very valid point, I think. I don't know if Visca's going to fall that far. I feel like this draft just kind of got a little... Yeah, it, it definitely had a lot of different strategies, um, and the rookie picks throw a whole different wrench into it, and the fact it's a startup. You yeah. know, this is not a, uh, you know, this is not a season-long league where you're just worried about one year. You're worried about a startup, so you're worried about the future. Um, so you see a lot of these, you know, older guys are dropping um, and people are going for rookie picks instead of taking some of the known commodities like a uh, Tyler Lockett or. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like like you'd said Lockett and I mean, I, I'm going to took cook. So I'll, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back quick, but I think that, you know, I mean, those are two good value picks in this round, even most are, if he ends up being the starter in San Francisco, I think that's pretty good value here. Dude, I, I was, I got sniped twice. So I got <laughs> sniped. You sniped me with James Robinson. You sniped me again. Um, with Brandon Cooks, because I was 100% going to take Brandon Cooks and not Chris Carson. Um, Chris Carson still hasn't signed yet. There was rumors he was going to Miami today, but um, nothing, nothing settled. Um, but, you know, I would love to see him go somewhere and, and be the lead dog, whether it's, you know, Pittsburgh or, or, or a team like that. Um, but Carson, maybe, you know, he, he may be a committee here soon. Um, I really didn't love that pick, but there's just – there's such a drop-off at running back here. That's why you have to get – you have to walk out of the first six rounds with three running backs, in my opinion, um, at least at least two, um, because you're you're really gonna be hurting. Um, and then next round, Kenneth Gainwell. Actually, I'm flip flopping it. Um, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, Kenneth Gainwell, Rondell Moore, Trey Sermon. So we saw a bunch of rookies. Tyler Higby, um, Melvin Gordon, Will Fuller, New Dolphin, Dallas Goddard, Evan Ingram, Todd Gurley. That was a that was an auto pick. That yeah, there was you know all right. I was busy and I so I I I know you so I would have probably put Adam Troutman there and or something I, a little bit yeah something there. other than Todd Gurley. I apologize. I, I would have you know, I, I ruined it. I would have taken Drake over him at least. Uh, yeah, great <laughs> Fournette. I'm pretty sure that everybody we name after this for the rest of the show would have been ahead of Todd Gurley on the you board. Know, I'm just gonna be a, I'm just gonna be a Todd Gurley stand account. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hype him. You know, he's got it. He's gonna be yeah, great. Or or, or <laughs> we or what we can do is let you remove player and add anybody <laughs> from the remaining is probably better. Um, yeah. So it finished up Miles Gaskin, who uh, I I. Is he's like a Chase Edmonds where he's like he could be good, you know, it's exciting, but then it's like I just don't see it. I don't. He doesn't have the draft capital. He's not, you know, highly paid. I just don't. He's a small guy. I just don't see him getting, you know, being the lead dog. Um, and Chris Carson makes a lot of sense there. They were talked about with Aaron Jones. There's all these rumors about Miami and, and running backs. There's just no way he gets. He, he if he escapes free agency. With the job, he's not going to get past the draft. Oh yeah, and there's just so. so many running backs out there looking for jobs, like good running backs. It's just going to be it's it's someone's going to take it. 
Yeah, there's um, so many rumors that Miami's looking to replace him. Not necessarily replace him, but at least bring competition in. So, I mean, but in the 10th round, I I mean, obviously, you know what I mean? Like, I'm taking Todd Gurley over here. And, you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, it's not a bad pick. I mean, he has good upside. I mean, if they don't come out with a running back or they come out with a rookie and he's not necessarily ready, I mean, he could still be a pretty volume-heavy type so running back. I, I, so. think, I think Melvin Gordon was a winner today with uh, Philip Lindsay leaving. Um and I thought that was a good value considering that's his not that's his RB2. Um, possibly his RB2, if not his RB, yeah, RB2. No, it's nope. his fourth. Oh wow. Okay, we were further down. Barkley, Elliott, yeah, Eckler. So yeah. that was a that's a slam dunk pick by Alex. Um in the tenth round, Melvin Gordon, he yeah, he's he's twenty seven years old, so he's not somebody that you're gonna see um, you know, like some of these 22, 23 year old rookies be there for the next five years. But for the next one or two years, I think that was a really good pick. Um, so then we go to um, the 11th round. We got um, another rookie pick, and it being Kadarius Tony. Um, he's really driving up on boards. He's the number six consensus um, running uh, wide receiver, um, according to NFL Mock Draft Database. Um, Leonard Fournette, Drew Locke, Michael Gallup, Taysom Hill. That ended up being a pretty good pick. Um, that, was, that was me. I got lucky on that one. Um, but we'll see. It's going to be a QB competition. So it was just an extreme dart throw. And then you see right, James Winston right after him. Um, so we'll see who wins that battle. Um, and then Corey Davis here. Um, he's, what do you think about Corey Davis going to the Jets? I'm not in love with it. I, I really wish he went somewhere that he wasn't the alpha. I just. If they signed Juju and Corey Davis, is that too. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I, I've seen the rumor. I mean, they. I don't think they're going to sign Juju because they literally just signed Keelan Cole, I think, before we got on here. Yeah, one year, five million. Yeah, so I, I think they're probably either out on Juju. I mean, I guess they could add him, but I feel like they've got Corey Davis now, Mims, Crowder. You know what I mean? Like, they're – Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're getting pretty filled up there. I I don't know. I just – I'm not indi- – I'm indifferent on Corey Davis. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then Jimmy Garoppolo, you know – it's up in the air what was going to go on with Jimmy, but he's still a starting quarterback. And to get him this late was, uh, was pretty good. Um, Paris Campbell, um, we got Chuba Hubbard, Robert Tanyan. I thought Tanyan was a good, yeah, that was a good value there. Um, ben Roethlisberger, Terrace Marshall, we got more you know, rookies. Um, I'm, I'm a Heinz guy, but the max signing is not good for, for Heinz. Um, I'm sure he'll be out there. They play a different role, but Mac, Previously, when Frank Gore was there, did have that, you know, pass catching role. Um, Hines, you know, even if he takes a little bit off and he's already kind of an RB2, it might move into RB3 territory. Um, You know, Darnell Mooney, I thought was a really, really good pick here. Um, And then Denzel Mims could be interesting. And then you see uh, Curtis Samuel. We'll go to the next round. Curtis Samuel, that was, that's a really good fit in Washington. Um, I love that pick. And, And this guy, I dogged him earlier for his receivers, but he's really making up for it in the end. What was your thoughts about, um, you know, round, what is that, round 12? Yeah, I mean, I think 12 was pretty pretty interesting. I agree. I think Tunyon's a good pick. I think um, Mooney and Mims, like you'd said, those are two good picks. I think Marshall and Wallace here in the rookie picks, I think those are all good value too. Even Roethlisberger, I mean, he's still going to start there. I mean, he's still a starting quarterback, and – and Superflex, any amount yeah. of starting quarterbacks is good. So I think I think did a good job here, most of these teams. 
Yeah, and you see the last kind of the last couple, you know, rounds of tight ends. You see, we're gonna fly through these last couple of picks. Um, so you see you know, Irv Smith and Adam Troutman and and Cole Komet, Harrison Bryant. You know, these Johnny Smith. Um, a lot of the young tight ends really went here, as you know, some people got the tight ends really high, and then some people took shotgun approach and got two or three of these guys, hoping one pops. Um, you know, Johnny Smith and and Adam Troutman. Those are guys that, you know, there were jokes around like three, uh, Irv Smith, Adam Troutman, and John Smith go into a bar and they all get overdrafted. Um, but here they don't. So if they can stay in this range, it's well worth it. And if you can pair a guy like John Smith with Dallas Goddard, it's pretty nice. Um, Cause if he does hit, he hits. And if not, you got Dallas Goddard. Um, I mean, MJ Daniels here did a really good job. Did he take a tight end early? Hold on. Oh, sorry. Thanks for reason. No, I mean, he still did. I mean, without taking a tight end early, I mean, listen, I mean, Goddard, Smith, and Blake Jarwin. I mean, that's yeah, pretty, it's that's pretty, pretty good. good. So um, Sterling Shepard, I think he was a, a winner with Golden Tate leaving. He gets to move back into the slot where he is. He's a much better slot player. He's he's better against zone than he is against man-to-man. And um, moving him back to the slot, I think I think he's, he's quietly going to be a winner. Um, and then you see more rookie picks. People really started hammering the rookie picks. Um, Shepard went before Slayton, which is interesting. Um, and then you just again more rookie picks. Um, Jamie Newman, I thought was an interesting pick. Um, yeah, that's pretty early. I think Gate. I think. Uh, hold on, sorry. Jared Patterson's going to be. That's going to be early for him. I think he's going to fall after his pro day today. There, there were some guys that did not get drafted that I would be instantly spending some fab on to get mm-hmm. them to get them into our drafts. Um, but all in all, like I said, it was a really fun draft and it was a good start, you know, before free agency to see what it looks like. And then we plan on checking this out again, um, after free agency, just to kind of see how things shake out. Um, before we go, um, any, any parting words or any thoughts on this? Yeah. I mean, I think like you'd said, I mean, definitely if you're starting up in dynasty or even super, even if you played dynasty, if you haven't played super flex, get out there, do some mocks. I know David said that he's going to be firing up. I think you're probably going to do a couple more between now and then. And I think it's just, it's good practice. Cause like I said, I mean, I've, I had some startups in January and I came away with some really upset teams. And I'm like, you said, they were like expensive leagues and now I'm kind of like trying to circle back and it's hard to make trades right now. So make sure you do get, get that practice and do well in the draft. So. All right. Well, just want to say thanks to everybody that, that watched um, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, dynasty dorks, fantasy football. You can check us out on Spotify. Um, you can check us over on Apple podcasts. And then of course on Twitter. Thanks a lot guys.